Kings and Queens, man. Y'all already know how we coming, man. It's your boy, Ja Pat. Family is your boy, B. Mr. Love is Love. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Say. And, and this, this is, is a Still Shop and Still podcast. Yeah, man. We just three brothers from Brooklyn, New York, man. Yeah, we from the towns. And we just build this platform from learning from each other, building from each other, and being a better self today than yesterday. Hold on, no King. You got to get him the spin, though. Nah, I got you, big bro. So I'm sure people heard of... Iron Shop is Iron or Still Shop and Still. Our main goal at Still Shop is Still is just to define the phrase a little bit more and just to expound on black excellence and black victory on all horizons. Make sure y'all rate, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to hit that like button. Still Shop and Still is not only a podcast, it's a lifestyle. Kings and Queens, welcome back. This is your boy, Job Pat, and we are here at the Still Shop and Still show. You know the vibe. Your boy, Mr. Love is Love is here. Family, if you didn't do it already, please hit that subscribe button. You know, whatever you take from us, you learn and you grow with it. Whatever we take from you, we learn and we grow with it as well. Like, comment, and share, guys. Make sure y'all rate, like, comment on all of our audio streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, YouTube. Let's just tap in. This episode, I'm so excited. I'm very excited. Um, This one right here is very special to me. It's going to be a goodie. It's going to be a goodie. Absolutely. So definitely, first and foremost, I definitely want you to tell the world, tell us Still Shop and Still community who you are. Talk to them. Talk to them. family, it's me, High Priestess on Instagram, Lex in real life. Um, Big Lex, if you knew me from my radio show, but that's that's over now. And yeah, we here, Still Sharpening Still. Rocking and rolling. Rocking and rolling. And um. We're going to talk about your journey, um, okay. you just being a black woman, um, you just having all of the services that you're able to give value to people in different spaces of the world. Um, so tell the people what you do, like tell the people um, what is, who is really the high priestess? Okay, so high priestess is a healer, first and foremost, and I feel like I just got comfortable with even saying that, mm-hmm. but high priestess is a healer. She is one who brings or returns the knowledge to her people, the past healing ways, uh, specifically for me through yoga, through time massage, through intuitive healing, healing, through intuitive healing, through shadow work. We're just giving you like a little bit of everything, healing the mind, healing the body Mm -hmm. and the spirit, but specifically for me, mostly the body. You gotta honor your temple, and that's what I'm out here pushing. Honor the temple, however you can. However you can. Let the people know. Yeah. Yep. So that's that's what I do. A little bit of everything, and I do things by request. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you just gotta ask me. I usually can do whatever you need me to do. But those are my main offerings to the world. Now you do a lot because I know personally. um, So for the people that don't know, if you follow her on where. Instagram, yes, High Priestess, H E Y E underscore Priestess, yes. Right, check that out. So, one day I was on my um on my on our social media following, still shopping still, and I caught a follow, and um it was your name. Definitely tapped in, seen what you did or whatever, and she does time massage for people that don't know. So when you take when you think about time massage um or just getting in that space, it comes from a lot of indigenous beginnings, right? So, yes. me, personally, I took the liaison. I did the whole massage, the whole shebang. And when I tell y'all people, I felt so zen after, we're going to get into it. So, first, what was that pivotal change in life like that made you like say, I'm going to do this. This is my route. I'm going to go back to the African truth, you know, self-worth, self-mastery, getting back to, you know, just the origin of things, if, if that makes sense. So, my... I don't want to say I pivoted because I think that I've always kind of naturally gravitated towards like our shit, you know what I mean? Realistically, and I've kind of been on this for a while, like even since high school, I was always labeled like very militant, you know what I mean? That was like a very big word for me, militant and earthy were my two descriptive words. (laughs) So for me, it was just a matter of everyone else's culture here in this melting pot, this mixing pot that is the United States, everyone else's culture seems to be respected. Everyone else's roots can be traced. Everyone can kind of like tap in and tap out 
as they need to, as they want to be a part of this society, but as they also want to stay in touch with the societies in our history. Absolutely. So for me, it was just a matter of really like deep diving into that and making connections. Because realistically, if you know, if you really know, then you know that the first people anywhere in the world were dark people. Like it doesn't really matter whether you're talking about the Mongols, whether you're talking about the Kemites, like the any place in the world, the first people were dark people like so it was just kind of that understanding for me and that kind of opened me up to a whole new wealth of knowledge a whole new wealth of information mm -hmm. and it made me just want to learn really so i just started reading as much as i could um i read the isis papers by francis crest welsing i read nutricide by dr africa um i got the book of coming forth by day also known as the book of the dead uh, well, that's how the Egyptologists call it. And so I just started reading all these things, listening to speeches by, of course, you know, people that are influential to me. Patrice Lumumba, mm -hmm. he's um, a leader on the continent. Who else? Malcolm X, right. um, Thomas Sankara. Right. Like, these are just people who are really awing and inspiring. And you see what their people meant to them. And I realized, like, damn, I do fuck with my people. Like, <laughs> we're, like we're, said, we're super cool, you, you know? So it was just the more I kind of learned, the more I just felt like, well, shit, let me help my people feel better because my people be struggling. Mm -hmm. like, Absolutely. And uh, I just want to applaud you for all about the knowledge that you were able to absorb. For real, girl. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You got to. You got to. You got to give me some. But it's just like, I just want to bring it back a little bit and just say, I can only imagine the reason for you to now feel a little bit more comfortable to acknowledge yourself as the high priestess in respect to the culture yeah you get what i'm saying because all of that knowledge that you 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 were able to attain i can only imagine that helped you transition to yeah. get more comfortable and don't get me wrong like high priestess is for me it's a matter of defining my value to myself so i'm not trying to be like the high priestess of everyone's life like mm -hmm. each person should be their own high priest or high priestess that ability to heal yourself that ability to connect with like divine knowledge and you know just anything that should come from you me as my own personal high priestess though i like to help people find that power find that strength within themselves and so that's why the name is not like Mm -hmm. I'm your high priestess. I'm finna heal you because right, I can't heal right, anyone. You know right. what I mean. All I can do is introduce you to things and tools that are going to help you to heal yourself. So, That's amazing. You can, all, all you can do is just give people the opportunity to empower themselves. Yeah. You get what I'm saying because you gave yourself the opportunity by making time to educate yourself and to apply the knowledge and and and, and it's amazing. Um, I could only imagine because yoga classes when because you said that you were always in the lane. You know yeah, you were always doing things of, of meditation and yoga and things of sort. But have you ever taken yoga classes and would you recommend them? Okay, so I am self-taught, <laughs> uh, but I started taking yoga classes. I would say maybe two years actually I, after I began the actual practice of yoga. But it's important even when we talk about like yoga that we don't limit it to just the physical like stretching and moving because yoga is really the word yoga means union union being your life like in essence so yoga to live in yoga to practice yoga is to bring all the different parts of your life into balance and for you to feel like one full effervescent bright shining popping being like that's yoga now the physical practice is like, you can do it, but I'm also one of those people who I feel like it's not for everybody. I also feel like if you're going to get into yoga, you want to do a little bit of um, window shopping just right. because <laughs> every teacher doesn't teach the same thing. Everyone's energy is not for you. I've had some amazing yoga classes taught by other instructors and I've had some classes where I'm like, what the fuck are we on? You know what right. I mean? Like, realistically and respectfully, yeah. I'll keep going with the intention of the class, but... I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back. So I would definitely recommend it. I would say if you want to do it, do some research. Hit me up. I love to help people find their perfect style of yoga. Um, 
because there's so many different like lineages and ways to do it. So no, right. I definitely recommend it because you don't have to like stand on your head. You can just go get a nice deep stretch. No, right. Because you spoke about just with yoga and I never knew that like the word means union. And I can only imagine the importance of balance because it seems like it's more of a lifestyle. For Shout the most out part. to my mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The 42 principles of my yacht. Mm -hmm. And um, like because you spoke about just helping people and like still shopping still. That's our main goal, just helping all kinds of, you know, melanated people. So, like, what what is that mindset looking like when you're trying to help that person when it comes to just getting them on that same route and that same path as you? Like, what kind of mindset or space they, they, they got to get into? My only mindset going into spaces of teaching or of educating or whatever is to be observant of my students because I can come in with a whole plan but if I come in with a whole plan and my plan is like hurting you, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if we're in class and I'm actually hurting like you. hurting you, I'm causing you pain, then I have to readjust. So right. my main objective is always just like, well, what does this specific person need? That's why I said I teach tools, not like mm -hmm. I'm not a healer because I can't, every tool doesn't work for everybody. Like. Everyone doesn't meditate the same way as some people need a moving meditation. Some people can sit in stillness. I believe you should do both. Mm -hmm. Some people like to chant. Some people like to use pictures. Some people like guided visualizations. Some people like, what's it, transcendental. Like, some so people seems, just like light. It just depends. So it seems like self-identity and, and figuring out what you like and what you gravitate to is really important in that process. Self-identity, but for me, even bigger than identity, it's principles. Like, mm what principles do you want to exude what principles do you live by because if you can tell me how you live i can mold whatever i'm doing to fit your lifestyle mm. you know what i mean i don't ever want to take someone farther than where they want to go or somewhere that they don't want to go like i'm not trying to spiritually kidnap you i just want you I to like get what you need done done today and we can keep it pushing right. like 100 yeah <laughs> no, and, I, and, I, and i agree with that i agree with that you said trans transcendental if you can help the still show up the still community, understand what that is. Okay, so transcendental medication meditation from how I have experienced it is just a really intense version of like guided visualization. Honestly, a lot of celebrities um, credit their success to transcendental meditation. They won't always say it, but if you see them with the person who facilitates their meditation, they'll say it. Um, and what it does is it just gets you very like detail oriented when it comes to thinking about your manifestation. So it's like, okay, everyone be like, I'm trying to be rich. I'm trying to be a millionaire. Love that for you. You know what I mean? That's great. Well, I have conflicts about that too, but make your Me money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Make your money. I, I'm with that. But it's like, can you see the steps can you feel the steps can you see who's with you like mm. you know what i mean if you're imagining like your dream home what pictures do you want on the wall who's in the pictures what kind of sink do you want what color do you want the sink how you want the water to run what type of soap you want to have in the bathroom you know what i mean it's like being able to to see your manifestation down to like an atomic level right and then be able to keep that picture in your mind steady and then be able to, once you created that picture in your mind, bring that picture forth into reality, into this world. Like, that's true. Don't that sound transcendental? <laughs> that's, and it's like, I'm now um, aligning the word with, 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 the, with the process or the definition of what it is. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Now it's making sense, but it's like, it sounds like to me, um, on the smallest or biggest level, you know what I'm saying? How, however you, you, you see yourself or wherever you see yourself um, going, you envision it and then you follow the process of, of manifesting it however you can. You, you, you see it daily, you, you work on it, you write it down, you listen to it, however you can consume what you're looking to, right. to, to attain in your life. That's how you, how you say it again? Transcendental. Transcendental. <laughs> Transcendental meditation. It's definitely a meditation practice that is used for manifesting, but it's not just like material manifestation. You can also do that same thing for um, clients who are like experiencing depression or have been through okay. like traumatic events or something like that. You can also help them to transcend mm. those traumas into a different place and then they will naturally start to move, think, live. But how do you do that? Like, 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 how do you direct that energy 
elsewhere. I mean, there's a script, of course. <laughs> there's right. like a, a script that flies around, but like I said, there's a connection that has to happen. And that's why I kind of don't like the, um, the absent things that do meditation because it's not personal enough. You know, like when I'm doing a guided meditation for someone, I may have a loose script of what I'm going to say or how I'm going to direct them. Yeah. But literally when we get into the session, I'm like, okay, if I say this word, you start to tense up a little bit. Let me try to say a different word. You know right. what I mean? Or mm, I feel like you're coming out of the meditation. You're not really like seeing what I'm seeing. So let me find a different way to see what you can see. Sometimes it's just about letting people sit in stillness and tell me what they see mm -hmm. right. and let them go as far as they want to go. So I would say it just, it kind of like, it just depends. It just depends. And right. anyone who tells you like there's a one, like this is the script I use for everybody. That's dangerous. That's I like that. That's, That's dangerous. dangerous. Everybody's not the same. You gotta treat people differently. <coughs> Excuse so, me. Yeah. Before I pass on, before I pass it to my brother really fast, would you agree you experience a difficult moment in your life or your upbringing which led you to the yoga and meditation space? Um. Life has been a difficult upbringing. <laughs> like, That's yeah. like That's life is beautiful, but life be lifing. You know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> life be life. Life be lifing. I'm not gonna sit here and cap like I've had a pretty comfortable life financially. Like my mom really did her thing. Shout out to. Stacy, we love, love her. We love her. Love. She really did her thing. And my dad, too. We're not going to do that. Both my parents did their thing. But it's just like, so that wasn't really like my stress growing up. My stress was more like, I have always been a sensitive person, Perfect. like energetically, you know? So for me, it was just having parents who weren't always as receptive to that and didn't really understand how like I thought or how I felt or why I felt or like. Yeah, any of that. You have to find a way to channel it. Yes, and so that's really what kind of got me in because I was like, damn, I'm tired of feeling like I feel too much. I feel like that. You know, because like you don't feel too much. You just feel things, and so you have to release, release make space, understand as much as you can, cre well, really create your own understanding as much as you right. can, um, and just kind of move through that. And so for me, that came through the lens of, yoga meditation when I was younger I used to dance mm. um oh I used to write a lot more right. mm, I should get back to that but yeah <laughs> just like a lot of creative Same. outlets um yeah. that all yeah that now, right, right, right. we gotta talk about that because I think it's very important for everybody to find that one space to get back to that like happiness mm -hmm. it's like almost going back to being a kid and just feeling like being a kid again mm -hmm. well happiness is fleeting is the thing though and I would say like I don't think kids are always happy like looking at my little cousins and taking care of them children are not always happy children are just present mm. so right, if they're happy, sad yeah. they're sad if they're happy they're happy if they're confused they're confused if they're hungry they can't think about shit else except eating <laughs> you know what i mean like kids are just very in their bodies and their spirits and their so lives. you spoke about life life and do you feel like that comes <laughs> with, do you feel like that comes with age and as we get older, we encounter so much different life and, you know, we encounter like life and that, that like kind of alters you staying in the present for the most part. Yeah. We literally don't even breathe the same as children. Children have the most natural cycle of breath, which is a deep belly breath. If you ever watch a baby sleep or watch a baby breathe, when they breathe, their whole stomach inflates and then it deflates and they stay in that breath every day, all day. If you watch an adult breathe, it's all in the chest, which is why a lot of people are not. Which is why a lot of people are not creative because this That's whole little right. area down here is just dead. It's getting no breath. It's getting no oxygen. Everything's real, real mm -hmm. tight in the chest. Every like all of the worries sit in the shoulders. It's just like you see it. You can see it in people. You can literally see it in people. And when do people? Well, our people specifically. When do they return to that breath? When they're dancing. So, Naturally. so, so I know you feel like black culture is very important. Like when it comes to dancing and our culture oh, and yeah. it's releasing that because it's vibration mm -hmm. for the most part. The rhythm is a symptom of the melanin. That's mm -hmm. why everybody don't move like us. You know what I mean? So that it's like component. that electrical component. So it's like to literally be in rhythm with yourself 
is perhaps one of the greatest gifts that you can have. I actually learned about that in like a class that I took in school. Okay. Um, and it was just interesting because I had thought about it, but I had never really heard it like conceptualized. Right. And so to have this like 60 year old African man, like, no, we're rhythmic for like a reason, like yeah. literally rhythm and time are different concepts to us, you know, like, the way we use time, even just to kind of go into that, the way we use time is very Western, you know, like it's still not really how we use time. Melanated people, indigenous people, people who are connected to the land use time in accordance with the land. So me saying, oh yeah, meet me at 6 a.m. so we can do this yoga, it's like, meet me at sunrise, you know what I mean? So that just means wherever we're about to meet, just be there by sunrise. When the sun rises, you'll yeah. be there. You know what I mean? And you naturally hold yourself responsible to that. It wasn't really until we kind of got into this more indoctrinated sense of time that we're like, wow, you want CP time. And it's like, okay, but everyone knows if you say show up to the cookout at two, that means don't come till four. You know what I mean? Like we, <laughs> I was giving us, you know, a little bit of grace, but yeah, five, like everyone knows. And you know that even when you get there at five, the food's not going to be ready till six. You know what I mean? I like you know these days. things. And so that's even getting back into like our own rhythm, our own sequencing of time. Now, before, before I pass it to my, to my brother, I definitely um agree with you. Like, again, yeah, like, because we spoke about that before off camera, how people view time, period, and punctuality and how, you know, it's not really a thing. But um, I do want to speak to you more so about we speaking about meditation, you know, just breathing and the day to day when it comes to that. How, like, when you think about consumption, food consumption for the most part, right? Talk about food consumption and how it's like really affecting the black culture in terms of like <laughs> holistic eating versus what the hell we be eating. All right. And I'm so ready to talk about this nah. because I told y'all like I was vegan for five years. Gangster. Okay, so wait, I was pescatarian for a year and then I was vegan for five. And now I... I mean, just eating. Again, I can't even say what I am like to classify it. There is nothing, and I say this loosely, there is nothing wrong with soul food. Okay. The issue is that the soul food is not homemade. Now, what do I mean when I say the soul food is not homemade? You did not make that cheese for your mac and cheese. You did not milk those cows. You did not pick the wheat or barley or whatever grain, bring it in, do your process and make your noodles. You did not do that. You went to the store, you bought it off the shelf. It's probably been there for three or four weeks. It probably has been created like three or four weeks prior to that. So you're talking about two months post whatever. You don't have to make your own noodles. I'm just saying, keep it real, it makes sense. So when it comes to soul food, it's just like there's a responsible way to make soul food, but that's not what happens. Not to mention my people are addicted to cheese and like certain sauces and things mm -hmm. when they're just not necessary. You know, like just eat the broccoli, bro. You don't gotta, you know, like why does it gotta be cheddar broccoli? I got a recipe, you'll love it. You put it in the skillet, and I'm saying skillet. You can put your broccoli in the skillet. Make a good stir fry, and that would be better than you even, you know? So for me now, what I try to do is I try to cook recipes of our people in other places. So I'll cook, like, some Habasha lentils. That's, like, Ethiopian. Or I'll make, like, peanut butter stew. That's, like, West African, you know what I mean? Or I have, like, my boyfriend's mom. She'll make, uh, what is it? Escovish fish for me or something like that. These are all great things. Why are we not eating these things? It's yeah. like instead we want to go eat I'm not going to say it, but the M words, you know what I mean? Like the You could have said the W. You could have said the W. Whatever. The M, the W, the, the P, P, the that, P. that crazy I like, sandwich. I feel like the M word is number <laughs> uno on the, 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 the top do not eat list. It's number one because it just doesn't break down. And it's like, it's hurtful to me because <laughs> people give it to their children. 
that's what kind of be messing me up. Like, but I'm a victim of my proximity, like, because I know that we all hate McDonald's. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm not gonna flex. I've eaten McDonald's before. You know what I mean? When I was younger, that was my Friday snack. Every yeah. Friday after school, if I had a great week at school, I I'm definitely I yeah. I know I'm getting that. You know what I mean? But it's just like, I feel like when we were younger, we were kind of running away from the home cooked food. When realistically, restaurants, especially like the way where everyone goes to them, black people just started going to restaurants. We just started even really being allowed in restaurants that weren't our restaurants, you know what I mean? But now because we don't place that same type of value into like our food, our cooking, our spaces, we've become so heavily reliant on just fast food going out. Like y'all know good and well that black lady don't own Popeyes. Y'all know that. <laughs> She just ain't commercial. Y'all know she's not the CEO or founder of none of that. She did not create that spice blend. It's funny though, because I don't eat Popeyes at all. Like, at all. Like, I don't eat. Oh, so you weren't with the sandwich? I didn't eat that sandwich not one time. And that's all. If you lined up for that sandwich, I'm sending you I a hug. I saw God. Ask for love. Ask for love. Never even ate that chicken sandwich. I'm sending you a hug if you sat Never. in line and ate that sandwich. Well, Never listen, I think I probably deserve one because I had it one time. And but did you wait in line for it? Yeah, oh, damn. and it, it's just like when I look at the black culture, because I know Brian about to get gangster with that shit, bro. Because we eat terrible, and it's so bad. Because I want to know, like, like me personally, I don't, I can't classify what I eat right now because I'm not vegan, pescatarian, shit. Yeah, but I just, I, I feel it's very important for balance. You eat a vegetable every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you eat three vegetables part, a day. I don't. You eat three fruits a day. I try to eat two. All right, so if you can do three and three, I think you could be good. Because for real, <clears throat> you could eat. A vegetable three times a day you could like so there's this woman that i follow on instagram i haven't seen her post in a while but she actually kind of encouraged me to come back into like a more full form of eating it was her and this man who like lives in the forest and he was just like realistically veganism is more of like a city thing it's more of an industrial thing anyway not that certain cultures weren't vegan but it's just like if you had to eat from the land and your crops were bad for that year, mm -hmm. and all you had was fish, or all you had was your goat, mm -hmm. or all you had was your lamb, were you not about to eat the goat or the lamb? Were you just gonna starve because your crops didn't do well? You know, so for me, it's not even about like being a vegan, though I appreciate being vegan because it did help me to reappreciate fruits and vegetables, which let's be honest, before I was vegan, I was I didn't care. Like I was eating Doritos and uh, what else? Lasagna all the time and like microwavable chicken fingers and this good ten, <laughs> 10 weeks fried fish sticks. You know, like I was living, you know, I ate like I ate my family's from the south. I was eating, you That's know what fair. I mean? I've That's had fair. cookout, I've had Waffle House. I'm not dumb, you That's know, but being vegan definitely was like, okay, well. You're not about to eat that. So right. what you about to eat? How mm -hmm. you about to live? What you gonna do? Right. And it was good for me. And so now I'm back. I'm like eating fish again. I had some lamb last Ooh. weekend. But I'm with despite it. despite the transition of, of of where you came from to where you're at now, your discipline has increased. Oh yeah, yeah. Because there's also still certain things that I'm like not gonna eat, and if I do eat them, that I'm not going to abuse. Because that's the other thing. We. My people, <laughs> we have an abuse problem. We have an addiction problem, okay? Like, two things. Because everyone's not addicted to the same things. Like, some people are addicted to good foods. Some people are addicted to spending a lot of money on clothes. Like, but the thing is, I'm not saying you don't deserve to have all these nice things. I'm just saying keep it real with yourself. Like, at what expense? What you do now, you'll pay for it later. So it's like, I would rather pay my little 200 every two weeks, go grocery shopping, cook every couple of days, and feel great. You heard that, what you do now, you pay for it. That later. shit hit me, bro. Different. <laughs> so let me just go right into this okay. question. Name something that you have done to help improve your focus on becoming a healer. Like mm. over time. Boy, talking spicy, icy, talk dirty. You said name something that I've done okay um to help improve your focus to become a healer a time a, a, cut people off mm. i cut people off to get better like and not cut people off like you know it wasn't it wasn't like that it was more so like i've had conversations with people like i'm gonna have to take a step back from you like 
because you are making me go back to things that actually like undermine the work that I'm doing. Like they undermine my gifts. Like I personally, and I like ratchet shit too. I personally though, just can't have like friends who are just constantly popping pills and shit like that. Like I can't be on that because I don't even take Tylenol for headaches. I respect that. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you want to do that, I, I don't think it's good for you. You probably know it's not good for you, but it's like, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But I personally can't be in a space where like, I'm surrounded by that. If we go out, I got to worry like, oh, what you on? You know what I mean? Like right. what you putting in stuff. Like, that's it's, annoying. Mm -hmm. it's too much. It's too much. And just not putting myself in situations where like, I'm going to have to test my own gangster. You know what I mean? Like, right. I just know what places and spaces are for me and what's not for me. Right. And if I if I get to a place and it's not until I get there that I'm like, damn, this is not for me. Now I'm much better at just kind of being like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead home. Mm -hmm. Even if I paid for it, I'm going to just, this is yourself. you got it. This is your blessing. I'm going to just go ahead and head out because this is not really. And this is me. I love ratchet shit. Right. Like, but it's just certain spaces. Like no, I feel, like, I feel like, especially when it comes to just. Yeah, your own happiness, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I said, we all victims of our proximity, and you know the things that we consume. Oh, no, I'm not a victim. But I mean, more so, like more so, just like being a product of our environment, like the people oh, that's yeah, around yeah, us yeah. for the most part, and and the things that we consume contributes to our happiness and who we are as people. And I feel like sometimes, bro, you got to cut niggas off. I mean, I don't like to use the word niggas so much, especially on our platform. But kings and queens, sometimes certain people, bro, it be points in our lives where. It's like, all right, we done. Or listen, I may have to stay, step back. And I think that's important. Sometimes to just hear that conversation and communicating. Because some people don't know how to communicate. Okay. And yeah, bro. And then when you said too, like, bro, when you said the whole, um, us as black people abuse a lot of things, what you, what, you, what you do now, you pay for it later. But the thing is, and that's why I'm careful with the word victim. I feel like we abuse a lot of things because we like, we have been through so much and I just feel like at this point, you know what I mean? I'm just out here, I'm doing these things because it's like, what else am I going to do? Bullshit. I would encourage you to use your imagination because realistically, it's like we have been through a lot, but your whole history is not being a slave. You know what I mean? Your whole history is not you being here in America under this system, under this type of like, that's not your whole history. So if you can only go back into your history that far yeah then you're going to believe yourself to be a victim i think that we would be a lot further if we would like just take ownership you know what i mean like for me i wish we would just keep it real that seg that like desegregation really hurt us it really hurts our community and this like need to be a part of like the larger masses really really hurt us because we were so self-sufficient before because we had to be you know it's like Oh, I'm, I'm sorry that you couldn't go to, you know, John's hardware store and that you had to probably walk 10. Like, I re, like that's really not good. But what that meant is that your neighbor next door probably built a hardware store so that you wouldn't have to do that. You know what I mean? We were more like problem solving oriented where now we're kind of just like we got our hands out all the time. You know what I mean? And some people do need help, but it's like you're not even helping your neighbor, but you want everyone else to help you every other community to help you nah like nah, not for me not me personally not me personally but no nah, i agree like i agree like black people you said this, this segregation i also look at it as it was a lot of times in our history where we were so self-sufficient solutionist mm -hmm. for the most <clears> part and it's like you look at things now we lost that a hundred percent i feel like lack of pride lack of access, uh, mindset for the most part. It's really, really tearing the community apart. And let me ask you this, like, how, 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 how has it been for you to get people to uh, more so, like cultivating your supporters' mindset to get them on that route? Because I feel like a lot of people, <coughs> like you see how you say a lot of people just like are so dependent. Like we are like-minded people, I feel more so. Like we are here, but some people are not there mentally. How do you get them there? I don't. So do you feel like, and I want to stay on that because I feel like when you look at history, <laughs> not, 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 I ain't even saying like that. Not, 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 not,
No, because when you look at black history, right, we have so much um peaks of success, right? Mm -hmm. But when you read, it was a lot of disagreeables. So it's still gonna be disagreeable to this point now where you gotta cut some people off. Can't save everybody. Not, you can't save my story tell me this shit all the time. Because I feel I be feeling like I can save everybody, but nah, motherfucker, you can't save everybody. Kings trying and queens, save, you can't save everybody. Trying to save everybody, you will burn yourself out. I only want to help the people that want to help themselves. That's good. I only want to teach the people that want to learn. I only want to grow with the people who see the sun. Like that's just that. Like if you don't care then I don't care for you. Like, that's cool. We, we just don't have to do that together. I can't force people. But the thing is, what, what needs to stop happening is that the people who like, if you're not with the shits, if you're not with revolution, if you're not with like empowerment, if you're not with uplifting and elevating everyone's like status within the community, yeah. uplifting us as a people, that is okay. But don't use like other people's genuine plight when it's convenient for you and don't undermine us. Like if you just don't fuck with the cause, just don't fuck with the cause. But it's like a lot of people like to play both sides and they want to be in the middle. It's like if shit got real, where you gonna be? Where you finna be at? When shit hits the fan, are you still a fan? And shit's been hitting the fan for a while now. Oh, and it's wow. like, so I've already kind of seen me personally, I've already seen the line in the sand. You know, and so it's just like I'm not trying to bring nobody and force them to the other side. Like, no offense, my nigga. Like, stay where you're at. Right. No, <laughs> like, that's it, that's it. stay that, where you're at. And that hit me differently because it's like a lot of people do like to play both sides, which doesn't make any sense. Because it's like if you're gonna be, if it's all about knowing yourself and right. knowing where you're coming from. You get what I'm saying? If you really understand where you're coming from, you and and, and the work, the self work, the self empowerment, the self development that our people did for ourselves, you want to embody that. You yeah. want to embrace that, you know what I'm saying, and push that cause for yourself and for your culture. But but it's just no pride. And then it gets into this, like, I'm trying to tell you it's a social thing. Like, we're a social people. So it's always, for me, I know it'll always be like, well, I got friends who, and they're super cool. Or I got friends of this race, and they're super cool. That's great. Let me tell y'all, the only people who don't have a devout space just for their people are our people. If you go into the Indian community, they got their own thing. You go, we live in Brooklyn, you know what I mean? Like the Orthodox Jewish people, they have their own community. White people, their own community. Asians, each different country, Asian, Vietnamese, their own group, their own place, their own communities, their own schools and stores and shit like that. But it's like us black people, oh, they can come to the cookout. Oh, they can come to the cookout. Can we have a, can we? have the cookout first before y'all just start inviting everybody else to the cookout that's, that's my thing because i'm not saying other people can't pull up sometimes but it's like every time we have a cookout y'all inviting random people to the cookout don't bring nobody to my house uninvited you know what i mean like, that's how i feel and so that's how i approach like my the upliftment of my people like this is my house bro don't just be bringing i don't need i don't need no allies my people are my allies for real like I'm not looking for any type of performative gesture or like so, fake so, allyship. Like I'm good. So how do you feel like when when it comes to our people and we spoke about other people not being on the same marathon as you and, and you know you being ahead of them some points of your life? Like when you think about pride, right? When it comes to the black community, what's your view on pride and how we self worth and our self value for ourselves? Because I feel like and just to, before you go, like I feel like one of my solutions. And just for the platform, us, it's very important to just put different faces of, of black history so you can see the worth of your people and understand that you come from victory and, and worthy and, and so much indigenous life. I feel like our people feel like it's a burden to remember from before. I feel like our people are also very scared at this point. Um, I would say there's like a genuine fear in some people to be like, black and proud at this point like mm. black lives matter sounds good black pride sounds good but this is why i say principles for me it's always like principles because it's like okay so what are your principles behind that like what are you really living by because 
if you're proud to be black, but you feel like you got to explain yourself constantly, like to everyone within and outside of your race, that's I don't not, see it. That's not unapologetic. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see it. If you're willing to let your people be disrespected publicly, I don't see it. You know what I mean? If you're not willing to protect like every black person, not just the black per people that you like, not just the black people that you think are attractive, like not just the black people that have money. Like if you're not really willing to defend all of these people, then you're not really down for your people. That's just how I feel me personally. You know what I mean? It's like, I used to like watch a lot of fights on YouTube and stuff like that. And it's just like, I stopped doing that shit. Cause it's like, I don't want to see my people. We warriors, you know what I mean? But it's like, y'all not fighting over shit. Like we not, we not really talking to like land resources. None of that. Y'all fighting cause what? She walked past you and looked at you like, yeah. close your eyes sis. I don't, I don't know. But it's just, it's just like levels to this. So for me, there just doesn't seem to be a lot of like, principled black pride it's just like i'm black and i'm cute you are black you are very cute no, what else and i get like, it I <laughs> you know what i mean like what else just just to um piggyback on that um and help the still shop and still community grow you know what i'm saying in your opinion um what services of course like do you provide and and how have they been impacting lives so that the still show and still community could be a part of it and more <coughs> and more Excuse black me. audience that do watch you know what i'm saying the the, the still show and still podcast be a part of flex trial talk about it so my services are for my people like i would say right now 98 percent of my clientele is black people um I recommend the physical activity because I just know that like we're seeing a split in the community where it's important to a lot of us, but it's also not important to a lot of us to be active and to take care of the body. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I like time massage. I like offering time massage to people because it's like, you don't gotta do anything. You, you, you've gotten the massage. It's like, you just lay there and I will literally do everything that your body needs and you can just lay there and still receive the benefits. And you're gonna walk away from that breathing better. You're gonna have a great sleep, probably for the next couple of nights. Your muscles are gonna be relaxed. If you constipated, you're gonna release that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like- Joints are gonna be free. Joints are gonna be free. You're gonna be cracking and moving. You'll be able to touch your toes for once. You know what I'm saying? You might be able to do a little something extra with your lover. like. We, we're, we're doing great things out here in the community. It's just like, there's too many options for your option to be not to do anything. That's kind of like my point. Like there's just too much out there for you to be like, I'm not doing none of that shit. Mm -hmm. But that's why for me, it's also like for the people who be like, I'm not doing none of that shit. I'm like, all right. So, okay. <laughs> so more for us. Let me ask you not to cut you off, Queen. Let me ask you as far as the services, which which one do you feel like is mainly requested, and what kind of feedback do you do you mainly get from the the mainly requested um, sessions? Mm, so, I, time massage is mainly requested. Um, the feedback that I usually get is wow i was so relaxed wow i didn't know i fell asleep wow <laughs> i really got like so deep in my breath oh i didn't even know my body could do that oh i haven't done that <laughs> since i was a kid wow wow is that my foot like it, it's, it's a lot of that type of stuff but if i could also continue on with that the service that i wish and like that more people would tap into would be the shadow work because the shadow work my intention in offering that is that like I believe everyone should get therapy and I believe that everyone should have a place to vent that's free from like judgment. And I believe in having direct conversations, but sometimes you have to like get right within yourself mm -hmm. before you try to go have a direct conversation. And so with the shadow work, it's like you have a place where I don't know your business. You know what I mean? I don't know your family. I don't know your people. You can come and say whatever you need to say to me. but when you leave the session, you're going to understand a little bit better because I'm going to be asking you questions. I'm not telling you anything. I'm asking you questions that are going to help for you to kind of like explore your own mind and explore your own spirit to see like, well, damn, why did I say that? 
why did I do that? How could I have done that differently? You know what I mean? It's like, why do I feel this way? Do I, yeah, do I always feel this way? Do I, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, but it's, it's something because I'm never going to let you like put too much blame outside of yourself. Can never, you can never be too hard on yourself. Yeah. I like that. You can't be too hard on yourself, but you also don't want to lie to yourself either. And that's where like, the balance is kind of imbalanced, I would say, because a lot of people are just kind of capping to themselves for the sake of like luxury and feeling good and self-care. But self-care is not lying to yourself. Self-care is telling yourself the absolute truth and forcing yourself to like look in the mirror and face that truth consistently. That is like the true self-care. So I wish that more people would do the shadow work with me just because we're going to do some exercises that are gonna make you be like, wow, I've never, I never even thought about it like that. I didn't even recognize that this was like a pattern of something that I do. And I didn't see that, or I didn't see that this pattern was like hurting more than it was helping. Cause some patterns would be like, well, this is just me. This is how you gotta take me. And it's like, you can change it at any moment if, if you really chose to do that, but you don't wanna do that because you don't wanna be uncomfortable. But you're going to have to be a little uncomfortable. That's definitely, like, a lesson I learned. Like, you're going to have to be a little uncomfortable if you ever want to be truly comfortable because you can't really know what that means unless you felt, like, the extremes of it. Mm-hmm. No, right. I know. I, I know. respect that. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> That's why poor people sometimes get so rich. You know what I mean? Because they really can, like, they've been right there. Yeah, they been really there. recognize, like, what it is to not have anything and so when they have what seems like everything or just more of what they didn't have it's a completely different experience for them than say it is for someone like me who grew up like middle class is like you know like i appreciate money but i had to grow into that appreciation where i feel like i got friends who they they weren't middle class they was like poor like no for real, you know what I mean? Like real live, like white rice, like, <laughs> like nah, you know what I mean? Listen. So it's just, they have a different appreciation for money that I've had to learn. So it's just, it's yeah. interesting. And, and when it comes to appreciation and experiences, um, when you speak about like the, the massage for me, for my feedback, gangsta. <laughs> gangsta. Talk about it. Like gangsta. Talk she about said that it. majority of the masses would say like, well, I feel better. I never yeah. knew my body could do that. And still shopper still the same exact thing. <laughs> I didn't know I can breathe the way I was able to breathe. Um, I was stretching it different. I was stretching longer. Um, she showed me the importance of breathing and how important it is when you just chill like this, just breathing. You feel what I'm saying? And that right there really really helped me a lot. Like that was like gangster. So let me ask you like so with the um with the Thai massage services that you have right, mm-hmm. um like tell like what advice would you give somebody else? that's in the same route or it wants to do the same thing and you know just starting because you know sometimes people don't know how to start yeah and you know that process could be a lot because you need momentum you need that mindset so talk about that talk about that well i was doing time massage before i was doing time massage and what i mean by that is like so like i said i used to dance and i was already doing yoga so i already had an understanding of like the body and the capabilities of the body Mm -hmm. So for me, I did like a little bit of research on massage, created my own like routine that I was doing on, I was lucky enough to have a friend who would like come to me two times a week and he would just let me do stuff like, and just see if how it felt mm, to him. Yeah. So I would say really most importantly- Shout out to him. <laughs> yeah, he's- <laughs> Big help. He's taught me so much too. Big so help. it's like, but I would say it's important. You can't be scared to like, try shit like you just you just can't be scared to try and you can't be scared to feel weird or feel different you know what i mean because i don't now that i do time massage i feel like i see a lot more like of our people who do it but before when i was like before i got certified and I got certified by a black woman by a black owned space too in maryland (laughs) yes um um you just have to like even if you don't see it, you can still do it. So it's like, just because I didn't see other black people doing time massage, didn't mean that I wasn't capable of doing time massage or that it's something that like, I shouldn't practice, especially just because, so for all of you that don't know, cause I feel like we keep saying it, but they don't really know what time massage is. Time massage is 
Thai yoga massage. So I take you through yoga poses. We do acupressure, not acupuncture. So just like some presses of the body. <laughs> she <laughs> got presses going of back. the body and things like that. Um, I feel that. Along with some deep breathing. Definitely like I just use your body weight literally to stretch you out and move you into different positions, but it's an energetic massage. So then I'm also working with like the meridian lines that travel up the body and I'm touching pressure points and I'm touching anxiety points and I'm activating points for digestion and I'm activating points to invigorate your organs. And, you know, I'm doing a face massage to relax your jaw because you've been chewing so much steak, your jaw hurts and you didn't even know. And I'm massaging your hands because you're hyped so much. You got carpal tunnel and now your Gangsta. blood's, now your blood's flowing real crazy. On your <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just like, she talking that you got to just be prepared and you have to be passionate i wish people would stop doing things just for like the pursuit of money because i could have done so much other shit and probably just made like way more money and been in like a way different place but i'm passionate about yeah. this and i see the value in this to the community i wish more people would like go to trade school or something like no offense we don't need all y'all niggas to be rappers like <laughs> we don't we need some people who like can do um piping we need people who can do hvac we need people who can fix cars we need people who can lay tile in a house we need people like we need those types of black owned businesses as well like everything doesn't have to be like health and beauty and entertainment like y'all can do everything you know what i mean y'all can be painters like gangster y'all can do so much shit i don't want you to think like this dry cleaners like niggas still need clean clothes y'all forget get open a laundry mat agriculture too oh yeah we farming need, we need black farmers back we need that back but you hitting everything that got <laughs> but you know what I mean? i'm just give saying her like that give her a shirt give her a shirt <laughs> give her a shirt she's doing too much family queen 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 this is for you. We mm -hmm. highly appreciate you for stopping by. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and making your way onto the show. You Thank you. Been doing you know, else. We gonna keep going. That <laughs> was you. crazy. Thank you. Thank and, you. And let's get back to the show because let's go back on the nail about the rapper shit. Like, listen, 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 listen. Because like, it's facts, though. It's like, facts. listen, listen, listen. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Bro. Go ahead. See, she, she not, she not, she not saying nothing, nothing wrong here. At the end of the day. We rhythmic. I, I said that earlier too. I know y'all sometimes skip through podcasts. I definitely said we were rhythmic people. So <laughs> I'm not mad at you for wanting to make the music. I'm just saying there are other things that you can do. And honestly, I feel like coming to New York and really just seeing like how it moves here, like the energy here and, and people that you just wouldn't expect to like do certain things or like have certain things based on like your own preconceived, mm -hmm. you know, like crabs in the barrel. You meet them and they be like, "Yeah, I actually own like three gyms and I own a laundromat and uh, mm -hmm. I'm getting ready to build like this new building." And it's just like that's inspiring, amazing. Yeah, it's like inspiring. I love that to see some, to see um, a, 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 a brother or, or a sister, you know, what I'm saying doing unique things. That's that's that's, that's out of the blue. I'm not out of the blue, but just different. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, a lot of people they just tend to 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 see and follow suit with other right. with, with with the the standard way of life. You know what I'm saying? But Especially New York, it's like like she was saying, like New York is just I think it's crabs in a barrel. But there's but there's so many other people that's doing a lot of things. And when it just comes to black creation, it should be no limit. It's the sky should be the fucking limit. And you spoke about trying and starting things. Still sharp and still, we got a part called Let's Rap. Talk about Five it. Five words. Yes. Let's, we don't know. We don't yes. know if she's ready. We don't know if she's ready. We don't know if she's ready. So we listen. talked because we talked about it and I'm like, We were yeah. Because like, we came with the black rapper and it's like, you know what? Might as well hit it on the nail. You know what I'm saying? So still sharp Let me still. show y'all how much rapping is not for everybody. That's what I'm about <laughs> to show go. you. That's literally what I'm about to show you. Five words. What questions we got, Queen? So I just, I'm, I, what you just want me to so say? So she got five words talking about the things we were talking about. I be flexing on you niggas so hard. 
water free and I keep my nutrition heavenly herbs for the spirit for the body and the mind energy to keep everything on time and my chakras real clear yeah they flowing free keep them nice circular so I'll always be uh, connected to the most high God you see me here with king and king peace Still sharp and still that right there. That was, know where a that, positive, came from. that was a that was some positive rhymes. You know what? On second thought, give me a deal. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm Some positive rhymes right there. That's all we doing. That's all the black community do is rap. You know what I'm saying? So you might as well. But um getting back into the show really quick and okay. just speaking about <laughs> speaking about uh the flex tribe and uh yes. what you have going on, like mm -hmm. um Give some, give some people advice in terms of, because you speak my advice of starting, but get hot, like, what kind of advice would you give somebody in terms of monetizing? I know you have Patreon, you have a lot of, yeah. you know, you have a good following for the most part, and um, your content is fire, so like, you know, you don't got to speak about numbers necessarily, oh, but yeah, like, yeah. what would you recommend to people to how to monetize their platforms? Get a team. Honestly, I would say get a team just because I know what I was doing like in Maryland by myself, but moving here and not really knowing like tons of people here, it's been a bit of a struggle. Like I'm not going to lie to you with just trying to like meet new people and stuff like that. But if you have a team of people, it is much easier to kind of like delegate some of the things that you want to do um, because every everyone's strength is not everyone else's strength so for example i make a lot of videos but i i actually like hate editing like uh -huh. i loathe it and i have no real desire to learn either usually i'm very much on that like learn how to do it for yourself but i'm i have no desire in editing my own thing so it's like now finding people who can edit videos people who can help me to like kind of schedule the things that i'm doing that would be the other thing get organized um routine i know we talked about that yeah, earlier like yeah. routine is very 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 big even if your routine is just like okay i'm gonna post this twice a week or i'm gonna do this however many times a month like just setting those types of um routines up for yourself and then setting goals because i feel like as much as we talk about luxury our people are still sometimes like scared to want things like better things for themselves so for me i was like scared to say like damn i do want people to fuck with me you know but it's like i do want people to fuck with me i want yeah. people to like my work i want people to be receptive i want i want to be fully booked each right. week you know like within the parameters that i've already set up for how many appointments i want to take so it's just like it's okay to say i want this it's okay to set goals for yourself it's okay to like beat your goals and reward yourself but you just got to keep everything in perspective and definitely get a team and definitely set up a routine so that you're not like burning yourself out like yeah. especially if you're transitioning from working full-time if you get the like space and opportunity to transition into just you know working for yourself you don't want to overwork yourself or put yourself in a position where now you're like exuding more energy than you were before even if it is for something that you want to do absolutely um because i don't believe in sacrificing sleep or earning sleep like sleep is a necessity it's not a luxury it's it's a necessity you're not gonna perform as well with less sleep like 100%. 100%. so those would be my biggest things routine teamwork organization and organization Thank just, you. A, just a piggyback on the monetary side of things um because like my brother just said you have a patreon yes and and i was swiffing through it of course we're not talking numbers but she getting up this getting up this getting up this. i'm trying i'm nah, trying I'm listen doing i'm doing it patreon is like one of those things that i know i need to be more disciplined about that's why i say i'm trying because i genuinely like sometimes i'm like Ugh, i'm not trying to write this week or like i'm not really trying to make a video i would rather just be doing in-person client work but definitely patreon if you're someone who like has a teachable service mm -hmm. then or even even if you just want to share but you want to get directly compensated right. i would say patreon is a very good place for that and even just looking into like other other avenues i'm not sure of all the other ones but patreon has been good thus far for Hold me that. Hold that thought. just tell us that oh. 
fan base. Uh, Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes, Isaac Hayes Jr. Let me just say this really Isaac quick. Isaac Hayes Jr. No, yes. Of, all these platforms. Yes. All these platforms. We got YouTube. We got Facebook, Instagram, Patreon. But there's no platform that's black-owned. Get your fan base. Fan base is black-owned. And you can monetize your posts on fan base if you choose to. You don't have to. We want to make that clear. Like, you don't have to. You can just get on and use it like Instagram. You know what I mean? But you can also monetize and it is black owned and it already like it has shareholders and everything like it's got fan, ba the, fan base is, is legit fan base is legit okay. yeah, I, I, yeah i transitioned some of my stuff to fan base fan base is legit that's what we do here shopping still but i just wanted to i just wanted to continue with the patreon and mm -hmm. and, and help and, and ask you to help the still shopping still community and know about the different um the different what is that membership that's there right. so oh, that they okay. can get in tune with right, that right, so, uh, right. not to cut you off can you forgive me because i seen i overlooked there was several services several several kind of values that you were offering to the community yes and that was amazing so here's the thing with patreon now though right is because i think it's more important for everyone to get the information and i know that um the powers that be will always bless me with what i need to have and then some so Right now, if you go on, you'll see that each tier has like different um, membership benefits. And if you pay this, then it'll be this. And if you pay this, then it'll be this. I have wiped that realistically. You can pay, so you can either pay $8.88, $12.12. And I think the last one is like $21.21 or something like that. You can pay either one. Whichever one you feel like you want me to have monthly mm -hmm. is what you can give. But at this point, you'll get everything. Like, I don't want to break people up because I just think it's more important for you to just get and receive and ask questions and be able to interact directly. Because it's like, even when you book or you use like those different apps and stuff, say you have a question about your meditation or your yoga or your health, whatever, and you want to know like, why am I doing this? You can't really go on there and ask them questions. Okay. And you could do a Google search. Let me know how that goes, you know, but it's like for me, the point of the Patreon is that I've kind of done the holistic research for you. So it's not just going to be yoga on there. It's not just meditation. I also have things on nutrition, how to balance your minerals, herbal knowledge, what herbs do what things like I just did a post on how to read different indicators in the eyes to mm. see what's going on with your organs. Mm. So you can get a wealth of knowledge from that. So if you feel like you want me to have $8 for that information, cool, 12 cool 18 21 cool Listen. and it's a monthly thing and it comes directly to me it's mm. like a beautiful personal but internet relationship listen community i'm saying it's all love whatever your heart desires but let me just ask you you feel <laughs> what i'm saying because you know i'm very i'm very in tune with a lot of different podcasts i love to get my mind right on things like that but it's like they they always say value what you are bringing to the people mm -hmm. do you feel like you not um separating the tears is undermining your standards no mm -hmm. i don't it took me a while to even get there like that was initially i made the the different tiers because i wanted like really because that's what everyone else does on patreon everyone makes tiers they be like if you do this then i'll do this for me it's just like I'm gonna make videos for everyone. So I, it's harder for me like, okay, so if I'm making a video that's for an advanced yoga studio and we're like doing a tripod headstand or something, I don't want you to have to pay $18 for that. Or like, you know what I mean? Right. I don't want you to have to pay above where you are or below where you are. I want you to just be able to have access because I also like, with ideas, I understand why we monetize them, but I also see how that's sometimes hurtful to like the actual intention of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's more important for you to just receive than it is, because I know I'm gonna receive. Like, mm -hmm. I know I'm gonna be blessed. I know I'm gonna make the money that I need to make to do the things that I need to do and want to do in life. So I'm not really like pressed for that. It's more of a convenience thing. You're just trying to help. It's the access because a lot of a lot of us don't have And that's access. the other thing too, is like I I know that with some of my clients, like they're on very strict budgets. 
So in the months where they can budget a time massage in or budget in private yoga, they do that. But I also know that there are months where they can't do that. So if they can give me 888 and they can still practice the things that I've put on Patreon for that month. Mm -hmm. You can't beat that, yeah. Then what? Then what's wrong with that? You know what I mean? It's like you still got to practice some yoga, but you didn't pay me the twenty five dollars an hour. You know what I mean? You didn't book your and your hour, two hour and time I'm, massage. And that's, and that's what it's about convenience, because like like Brian said, it just be the access. And what I realized when it comes to the black community, a lot of us aren't just aware of things. So <laughs> you're doing that yeah. is making people aware. And me and Brian talk about that all the time. So um, plus just, just to add to that, people get on and forget about the people who are not on yet. You know what I mean? So it's like, while I would love to just, you know, like who wouldn't want to just charge $600 per hour for massage? Like, and I, baby, and I, I, can do, I can do one a day and I'll be great. But the thing yeah. is, it's like, that's not realistic. And I believe that there's a way to balance monetizing while still leaving it accessible to the people, to my main demographic. And my main demographic, sometimes their money is a little funny. like. Yeah. All my people are not... Because you're going for your people. I'm going for my people. You know what I mean? And so I want all of my people to be able to come. If you spend all your money on groceries, Mm. that 888 might be just what you need. You might find that stretch to hit that thing in the back of your shoulders from when you was getting the groceries. Mm. Like, it's not that deep. Mm. You know what I mean? This is not even really my knowledge. Like... None of this really belongs to me. You know what I mean? I'm just sharing. It belongs to all of us. Yeah, it (laughs) belongs... And it's for everybody. Before we get out of here. Look, no, we say this all the time. Right. It's not about me. <laughs> it's not about you. It's about all of us. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. And um, last question before you wrap everything up, right? Okay. Like, what advice would you give to your 18-year-old self? My 18-year-old self? Mm-hmm. Mm. So much I can say to sis. <laughs> <laughs> so much I can say to sis. Um, I would remind her that life is to be enjoyed and that she should be patient with her manifestations and that she should remember to trust in herself, trust in the knowledge, trust in the wisdom of the ancestors and the most high when she's feeling unsure and that it's okay to feel unsure as long as you don't stop that's really what i would say to my 18 year old self like i could say a bunch of like girl you don't spend that money girl just invest it the other way <laughs> buy some bitcoin like, you know what I mean? but that's a fact <laughs> yeah learn about nfts like i would have started trading like years Wait, ago yeah. like in college because then i just would have paid for college like but that's mainly what I would say is just be patient. Life is to be enjoyed. My dad always says like, just enjoy the process. Cause sometimes that's all you have. Cause it just be a very long process before you reach like that pinnacle goal. So, damn. I'm gonna go write a little letter to her. Cause damn, she needs to hear some things. Just enjoy the process. Still shop instead of love is love. Yeah, yeah. yeah.